Why is worship more important now than ever before? With churches closed, worship looks a little different than it used to. Well, in this episode, I sit down with David Hernandez to talk about the importance of worship in difficult moments. If you stick around till the end, you'll get to hear David share a worship song that's an anthem for life when things don't seem to go our way. Check it out. Hey guys, my name is Josue. Welcome back to Questions Unanswered. Today I have my friend David Hernandez with me. We, we aren't related. Uh, we just happen to have the same last name, but uh, it's really cool to have you with us, man. Yeah, man, it's good to be here. And yeah, we're just, I guess that Hernandez last name is kind of popular, yeah, especially here in California. Yeah, 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 for sure. So David is a worship leader. He is also a youth and young adult pastor down in San Diego, California. And uh, David and I go way back. We met up at Pacific Union College when we were both undergrad students. And we've kind of developed a really cool friendship over the years, especially because of ministry. And in this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, worship. This is an area that David is super passionate about. He has uh, years of experience leading worship back in, in college when we were at PUC, at Andrews University, at the Adventist Seminary out there. And uh, David is just somebody that I've come to admire and especially his heart for worship. So we're just going to break. Uh, we're going to we're going to get into that a little bit in this in this episode. Yeah, I'm excited to be here, man, to be a part of this and, you know, hopefully answer some questions and just kind of give you my perspective on what worship is to me. And stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So obviously, as you know, right now, you know, we're, we're recording this during the coronavirus pandemic. Correct. You know, everybody's kind of you know, on edge, they're not sure what's going on and yeah. stuff like, you know, churches are closed and everything. Um, but the first question that I have for you is, why do you think worship is so important right now? Yeah. So when I think about these times and when I think about, you know, what we're going through right now as a community, as a country, and basically worldwide, you know, we see this pandemic happening. And a lot of times worship is a way for us to to deal with some of the pain and some of the hurts that we're going through. Mm. Um, I think about Paul and Silas when they were in prison, they found themselves actually worshiping probably one of the hardest times of their lives. Mm. You know, they had just yeah. been beat, right? They had just been like put in the inner cell, but they found themselves worshiping. And so to me, worship is so important in these times because sometimes, even though I may be sad, even though I may be anxious, there's something about worship. There's something that happens during worship you know, and sometimes it takes a little bit of worship to be freed from some of those things, you know, mm. just kind of like what, Pil what uh, Paul and Silas went through. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. through their worship, they were actually freed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of times in these times, it'll take something like worship. It'll take something like having faith in God mm -hmm. and believing in him and being able to worship him. Yeah. So what would you say, you know, some people aren't as gifted as you are. And by the way, tell us. You know, I, this is where I probably should have started, but okay. but tell us a little bit about like, you know, how you got into worship. Like where, you know, where did that all start? Is that something you, you know, you've always been into or was there like a moment in your life where like worship just kind of became your thing? No. So um, I always liked singing, but I was a little shy to sing. And, you know, 
when I came to the academy uh, here in Modesto, mm-hmm. I came to Modesto Adventist Academy known as CBCA now. now yeah. And um, in high school, I kind of started getting into it with some of like some of the other guys like Michael McPio and, and some of these other guys. And so worship really became something that I, I really love to do just because I liked to sing before I got into worship. Um, but then I had people who invested in me. Right, like mm. Godfrey Miranda, Andrew mm. Yama, some of these guys really took the time to to incorporate me in some of their worships and mm. and teach me things, kind of disciple uh, me in the process. And then going into Andrews, you know, uh, Jason this, I mean uh, PUC, yeah. Jason DeSena also, you know, took yeah. the time to work with me and help me develop some of those skills. You know, mm. so that's kind of how I got involved with worship, and also just wanting to to learn more and. I just loved worship. Yeah. The worship. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you've, you've led worship in, in tons of different places. Like what's, what's one of the highlights or one of your favorite memories of, of leading worship? Oh, like man. doesn't have to be the top. Cause I know sometimes, you know, that can yeah, be a lot of pressure, it, but it's hard to like compare situations. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I would say like my favorite thing about worship is literally just hearing people sing, hmm. right? Just hmm. not us, uh, those who are on the stage, but, the congregation, right? Mm. So when we allow, when we make opportunities, when we create spaces for them to be able to sing, uh, it's just so powerful. Mm. Um, and so this happened at PUC, this has happened at Andrews and other places. Um, but those moments are just so special. You know, when when the band cuts out or when you just allow them to sing while the band is still playing, but the singers cut out, just to see the response of worship. I mean, it's just yeah. phenomenal. So yeah. I just love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you know, I haven't led as much, you know, worship as, as you have, but but I totally resonate with that experience yeah. of like, you know, just hearing everybody, you know, in the congregation singing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's absolutely powerful. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're, we're kind of coming back to this, you know, question of the coronavirus and, and yeah. worship and stuff like that. Um you know, you mentioned worship in the context of, of singing, but what would you say to somebody that, you know, might have been like, like, you know, might be might have been in your shoes in the past where they're like, hey, I don't I'm, I'm not a singer. You know, are there are there different ways, you know, that you see of, of worship happening outside of like, you know, singing in church? Because, you know, obviously yeah. our churches are closed and stuff like of that. Of course, of course. So, yeah, a lot of times, I mean, worship is more than just an act of singing, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Worship is a lifestyle, right? So, like, mm-hmm. you know, who are you worshiping, right? So, it doesn't have to necessarily be through singing. It could be, uh, you know, with your tithe. And I know right now this mm. is definitely, like, a struggle for a lot of people right now because a lot of people don't have jobs, right? Mm. But I think it's our faithfulness to God and the way we worship, right? Mm. So, it could be through tithe. It could be through our time. It could be a various different ways. Like, singing and, and playing is just one avenue mm. of worship, mm. Um, so, you know, whatever it is that you love, the uh, whatever it is that you enjoy to do, like, you could worship through that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I totally agree. So what would you say, you know, right now, obviously, this, this whole situation is kind of a mess. Um, what has worship looked like for you? Obviously, you know, churches have been closed for, for almost two months now. So... You're not up front or, or are you up front like leading worship and stuff? And You know, um, at our church, we're still streaming. And so I've been able to do some worship mm-hmm. through that. Um, is, it the, is it the same experience? Definitely not the same experience. Yeah. You know, it's not the same experience. 
But there's something so special about it because even though people are not in your congregation, mm-hmm. like you know that they're still singing wherever they're at. Mm. You know, they're still enjoying that music. Mm. Um, so I think that's special. So a lot of times the initial like the first few like words that you say when you're trying to get the congregation to interact and you know that they're not there. Yeah. But then you get past that and you're like, you know what? I know that they're there. They're mm. just not here, right? Mm. And so like you've heard a lot of people say that like the the church isn't the building and like it's almost becoming almost cliche right. but it's so true right mm. like the church isn't the building it's actually the people and so knowing that someone is watching on the other side and worshiping and maybe just needing that song you know there's been a couple of times where where people text me like you know i really needed that your mm. song service today was like mm. really hit home you know mm. so that's been one of the ways for myself you know if you are a musician if you are a singer you know just just declare some of those promises that 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 you have, um, that you have in some of the songs that you know. For me, I was sick for a while. I, you know, I told you I was sick for about a month, month and a half. Yeah, yeah. And I just had a cough, and thank God it wasn't the coronavirus. <laughs> but I had, um, you know, I had some congestion, and so like the song that I kept singing to God was like, it's your breath in my lungs, you know? Mm. Like that song just became so mm. real to me. Yeah. So like there, there are different promises. These songs are written so beautifully, you know? You you have the hymns, you have the new praise and worship songs. Like, yeah. I mean, we just have so much uh, to choose from, you know? So find a song that you really like, you know, and praise God with that, you know? Or, yeah. or declare something, you know? Yeah. I'm no longer a slave to fear. Like there are specific songs that during these times you know, we got to be claiming. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I had, you know, that that's a really cool experience that you have there of of being able to like when when the words of a song speak to your current yeah. situation. Yeah. Dude, that's that's totally powerful. Yeah. All right. So before we wrap up, uh, I want to ask you one last question. Okay. Um, what's a what's a text, a Bible verse, something that like, you know, that you've been thinking about a lot right now? So um, right now, the text that comes to mind um, it's found in Exodus uh, 13, I believe, and it's where the Israelites had come out of Egypt, mm-hmm. right? And so they had been they had been enslaved, right? We know that there were slaves in Egypt, mm-hmm. and they come out, and God opens the Red Sea for them, right? Yeah, yeah. So when they cross to the other side, mm-hmm. they worship Him. Mm-hmm. They sing a song of victory, mm-hmm. and so to me, like right now, the yeah. text that really plays a lot in my mind right now, yeah, because I feel like. Right now we may we may be struggling. Yeah. But in a few months, yeah. in a couple of weeks or a few months, whatever it is, yeah. like we're gonna be able to sing yeah. songs of victory. So yeah. like that that really speaks to me right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely think like, you know, looking back on the experience of the Israelites, you know, where they're stuck between you know, they've got the they've got the Red Sea in Red front sea. of them. They've got, coming, yeah, 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 and everybody, you know, we can kind of we have that sense of anxiety right now, yeah. you know, with kind of looking back like man things aren't good and we're kind of stuck you know between a rock and a hard place right now so yeah dude no that's beautiful well uh david thanks for thanks for being you know here with me this one yeah um and so we want to thank you guys for tuning into this to this episode and uh we really want to encourage you to come and and uh 
and see the next one. Uh, we're going to be talking about a more practical side of worship, um, how to pick a worship set, how to pick a worship team. And, and David has a lot of experience in that area. So we're going to pick his brain a little bit. Um, so we want to encourage you and remind you to like, comment, subscribe, share this with your friends. Uh, David gave a lot of shout outs to a lot of his mentors and people. And, and I'm sure every one of us has somebody in our lives that that played a key role like you know like you know the people that did in, in david's life and so you know this is an opportunity for us to kind of talk about that yeah. and see how god has kind of just put people in our lives that have you know inspired us that have really worked with us taken us under their wing and, and so it's awesome well thanks so much sure, david man. david and we'll see you guys in the next episode yeah, see all right Darkness now has ended in the kingdom of light, in the kingdom of light, forever under your dominion. You're the king of my life, you're the king of my life. You reign above it all, you reign. Above it all, over the universe and over every heart, there is no other name. Jesus, you reign above it all. On the cross, the work was finished. God, you poured out your life just to give us new life. Now from the lips of the forgiven, here an anthem will rise. Cause Jesus, you're alive. Yeah. You reign above it all. You reign above it all. Yeah.
reign above it all. Jesus, you reign above it all. Jesus, you reign.